podcast has changed my life. Shine, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! Imagine. Who cares what Dan and This is, the premieres are still living high on COVID times and they're important. The premiers have gotten too cocky and now they're coming out with foreign, foreign policy ideas. Well, it's like, the, the, Russia it, needs to take a step back. It's like, okay, Gladys. Yeah, well, he actually just doesn't need to be... No, other way, can you turn that down? Yeah, yeah. He doesn't... No one's waiting for his kind of statement. No one's being like Dan Andrews. It's a stretch Morrison even having to say something. I mean, you've got to... I think Morrison needs to say something mainly for the clip that inevitably I think will be shown where it's like international community condemns Putin's actions. He wants to be in the Netflix docker. Well, yeah, but no, also like in the news reports, because it's what was an interesting aspect of this whole Ukraine thing, I think was like Biden's been saying for weeks that Russia are planning a false flag attack. Mm. So basically Russia are going to go in and make it look like some bombing is Ukraine doing that. Use that as an excuse to go do it. And, Biden and the Americans had that intelligence, so they decided to go public with it to yes. kind of ruin that narrative, which is interesting. They're like, they're going to fake something, so don't believe it. Yeah. So, but... like, part of the strategy is through the media. So it is important, I think, for people to get a sense that there's condemnation. And I reckon there's going to be, like, today and probably, like, two days ago when they went into that those regions where there's upheaval in Ukraine, there will be, like, yeah, compilations of all the leaders being like, we... Oppose we we don't like Russia. Putin, exactly. Hate Putin, and so Skomo's kind of—he's got to be in there. He's maybe in one of those. That's the extent of his relevance. That's how I felt. Remember when you, everyone was doing the Black Square on Instagram? Oh yeah, Black Lives Matter. And I, I did it. I cared about the thing, but it was more. I, I remember doing it with you. We, we were talked here. About <laughs> you did one, and I was like, "You doing one?" And I'm, and you're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "God, I've got to do one." Dude, and I, it felt right at the time, but then. I heard someone making fun of it recently. People made so much fun yeah, of it. Yeah, I feel like that was a mistake. But also, like, um, I remember Oliver Twist after made fun of He's a black guy. He made mm. fun of me for doing yeah. it. And I'm like, well, I mean, it's you're <laughs> damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Well, I don't think you're damned if you don't. <laughs> I think maybe we should just. Yeah, my, my have... two minutes of pain of Oliver being like, lol, you yeah, did. Yeah, he's it. allowed to laugh at you. Because yeah, it is. Yeah. Maybe. I reckon the least you could do. So you're saying Dan uh, Andrews, mm. he's just come out and condemned Russia. Well, he's not even going to be in a clip of like, well, like do you a know compilation what else he's of people. Because no one cares. Literally, as we hit record, this is what he's doing. Yeah. He's changing the colours of Melbourne CBD to the Ukraine flag tonight. Okay, so that's not bad. See, that's in back. Solidarity. That's now maybe in the clip. He might get. He might be now in the news cycle because of Potentially. that. Potentially. Have we got the vivid things set up in Sydney? Get them on the on the fucking opera house. Better blue, to go. better yellow. I think that stuff does help. I think that stuff's kind of nice. I personally find the changing of the profile picture to be a bit on the nose mm. because it's it's I suppose meshed with their what they want to be perceived as and their individual kind of personality, obviously. So it can't help but come across as a bit egotistical. Whereas if it's uh, a sign on behalf of a community. All of a sudden, it's nice. Yeah, but it's you know? dr- but it's drenched in like um, the the person who made the decision's ego. It and is. They want everyone to feel that way about their particular. State. I agree. It's just like and having so a, a Facebook account for, for like your whole, whole family, and, and then there's one person it. who runs it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, Dad, yeah, we Dad. know what you're doing. <laughs> you're, you're recently divorced. You're trying to get laid. You've put the <laughs> French flag kind of filter on your face. Hoping to meet a French lady somewhere out there. <laughs> and you stop flirting using the family account. <laughs> I agree that that's, but that's inevitable. Mm. 
Totally. I think it's inevitable. If you have leaders, then the way that you, your community is perceived is always going to be kind of like through the filter of how that leader acts. But that's, you know, that's just is what it is. Yeah. You can't get rid of that unless you have an anarchist society Which where we all vote. On, no, that'd, so. be, that'd be crazy. That's just a lot of time. My time, I'm chock-a-block time. Exactly. At the I've got enough on at the moment. What do you think about that system that people have proposed about like direct democracy where you have an app, which is like the federal government app, let's mm. say, and every time they, instead of voting on legislation, like currently we elect people who then are in the parliament and they vote on yes. the legislation. Yes, yes, yes. That's why we put them there, to make the decisions. Exactly, and it's not our problem. But what about if every decision, we get a notification, like, what do you reckon, and then we vote? I think th- my first thought is that the first time they try to do it, the app will break. And <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, that's, <laughs> that's week one kind of stuff. That's a week yeah, one yeah, issue yeah, yeah, that yeah, we're yeah, not yeah. going to be able to vote because <laughs> there'll be too many people on the app. Exactly. I remember the Medicare thing when people went back with yes, the vaccine. true. Went down straight away. So that's going to be... A, a tech hiccup we'll have yes. to get through and then um, how do we like then they need to change the law to get someone to fix the app but they won't be able to get the votes to wow. the, so there could be a few then there'll be there. conspiracies and yep. stuff yeah which will be a bit of fun as well with the whole thing oh, i man. think it's i think they'll do it but i think there'd be an option that you don't have to oh that as well and it'll be like voting there's gonna below be some the people line or above the line turning off notifications on that particular oh shit sorry I didn't mean oh it's did you want me to vote on that sorry I was yeah I had no reception my, yeah. my house it's bad you know Telstra what am I going to do it feels like homework oh it would feel like homework I would love my a say on a few issues mm. you know just to be like are you fucking I didn't want we don't have to do that do we mm. you know like we're always buying submarines and stuff I've never once <laughs> when do we ever go I mean we go to war occasionally but it's like do we need that mm. what about you know, if you've driven down King Street, it's like, how about we use that money to put in <laughs> two extra lanes, fix the traffic in you Sydney? You really have turned into a boomer. <laughs> it's all about traffic. Dude, I feel like you joke, but it's like the amount... I couldn't mm. vote if we had this thing because I'd spend half my time in traffic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and I weren't you're not allowed time. to be on your phone. Unless they change... We could, that could be the first thing we vote for. You use your phone. I, you're allowed to... Text and drive if you're voting on yeah. legislation. But that's, they don't want that because they will do put things out like that. Someone will be like, yeah, I think you should be allowed to use your phone in mm. general when driving. And like 70% of the Australian public will be like, absolutely. That will well, help us out. And then they're in that situation where they're like, whoa, we didn't want that. <laughs> yeah. We didn't want that to happen. I mean, that is why all systems of power, they're almost always designed to make sure the plebs don't have too much control because yes. they will make crazy choices. But they're but they, they <laughs> think good for them. They think that they we're putting the people theoretically into power yeah. that are more, um, you know, that understand what they're doing so that because we can't have the power because we're dumb and theoretically yeah. they're smarter yeah. than us. Totally, pretty much. But is everyone being like, I, I, look, I don't know completely how this is going to play out, this Ukraine-Russia thing. Right. And you wouldn't Damn expect it. a guy like me. No, to I understand. thought you were going to come in here and you'd have all the answers. This is the problem with the goddamn Russians. Mm-hmm. Um, but it could it could resolve itself soon. So maybe like we don't need to work. Like Russia could back down. It could just be like a big Oof, kind of It's not looking style. like it. Yes. Well, worst the last case, hour? Oh, yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> worst case is if they came up with Russia and China team up, then we're in a series. Mm. And then it's like maybe my stand-up comedy career is going on the back seat as we engage in a world war. That is so funny. It's like Edinburgh you Fringe. I don't think geopolitical geopolitical events in the context of your stand-up. But career. how could you not after a pandemic? Yeah, and you just saw how what you and I do for a crust mm. was kind of thrown to the side. Yes, and they're like, "You're cancelled straight away." Yeah. As if if there's a world war, they're going to be like, 
Well, look, maybe we'll still try to do a few shows at the comedy festival. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a world war, though. Because, like, America have said, made it very clear they're not going to fight. Oh, which, it's all which, just, it's all about sanctions. But, you, yeah, I mean, the sanctions are all well and good, but it's all fun to be, like, praying for you, Ukraine. It's like if you sent a, mm. you knew a bully was going over to beat up your friend and yeah. you just sent him a text being like, hey, good luck. I mean, that's what I've seen a lot. <laughs> like, Biden tweeted just before being like, I was just speaking to the president and we said we're with you and, like, good luck. I was like, well, you're not with us. Well, you go over send- there. Go <laughs> help him out. You sent fuck all people over, so thank you very much for your well wishes, but I think we're going to fucking... Get in there. But there are, I suppose, a bunch of sanctions that they can do. I was looking into kind of some of the ones they've done. Apparently Putin... You were going to sanction them as well. Well, I was going to travel there and buy some souvenirs, wow. but not anymore. Okay, so, yeah, take that, Putin. <laughs> he apparently uh, is a rich guy. He has a lot of assets yeah, sure. that okay. he's funneled out of you know, government departments and stuff. He's, he's a relatively Which corrupt is, guy. Well, totally. But, you know, if you're going to lead, you, th- that is the rewards of you're leading. You're going to be an authoritarian yeah, leader. Exactly. Like, Come on. Exactly. You're not going to put your fingers in the kitty? After yeah. you've killed, like, yeah. 20 adversaries <laughs> to try to get to the top. It's like, yeah, now it's time to kick back and make it all exactly. worth it. Exactly. So he deserves it. I agree. But apparently some, um, how he kind of protects most of his money, he doesn't have it in his name and he doesn't have it even in his country. He has Russian oligarchs, like his mates, the ones that he trusts, and stations them in London and Paris and around the world. that's good. And, you know, you hear about these Russian billionaire vibe guys. It's kind of like Putin's money, if you like. Yeah. They obviously, they're dipping their fingers in. You know, if you you get stationed in London to look after Putin's money off the books, you're going clubbing, okay? (laughs) You're going out. You're having people around. Are you kidding me? Um, But... It's his money. So part of the sanctions is going after those guys. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Come on. This is like my dad, when got divorced with my mum, mm. put his boat in his brother's name and they went to get divorced and mum was like, what about the boat? <laughs> He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you mean my brother's boat? She's like, we've got all these photos on the boat. Yeah, my, like, brother's boat. my brother's boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was at our house. Yeah, the I love that boat. Time. Just like I love my brother. Yeah. Oh. And it's his boat. We were just borrowing it. <laughs> well, you didn't know that? Maybe listen more in conversation. <laughs> Yeah, it is like that. I think it kind of is. It's kind of like that. It's like if, and I think uh, basically I listened to a podcast this morning when they said that's not happening enough. They're not, in this person's opinion, they're not going after the oligarchs, oligarchs. enough. Apparently, it's that's fun word, one of the main ways. Oligarchs. Imagine being an oligarch. That's when you've truly made it. Well, because you don't want the hot Someone's seat. You don't want Putin's the seat on the horse. No, um, so you, much better than being the oligarch living yeah, it up just, in London. Like he's like here, here's forty million. Just yes. look after it. You can have you know, 500 grand a year if you want. Yeah, and yeah, you go, yeah, oh, yeah. God, yeah. And then, like, once you got the money, you're up in that to 700. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're yeah. going a bit. But now it'd be like he's probably, he's a bit busy. So he'd be like, yeah, <laughs> 1.5. Totally. Well, that's the other thing. Apparently, yeah, Putin is kind of in part doing this because he's he's on the out in his country. Mm. He is, like, everyone now is trying to get elected by making, um, I suppose, the the other overseas a big issue, yeah. making the population scared. So but he's been amping up how bad things are. I, in I don't Ukraine. know what Russian sentiment is in the country towards him, but um, I think it's waning. And you think this because I mean, t- traditionally it does, um, you know, give a lot of popularity if you go to war or something. But totally. I don't know. But he who just, knows what they what you know, how they feel about the U- they might hate Ukraine. I don't think they do. I think I saw a poll the other week that's like I think it was like fifty fifty on invade. Like they don't really care. It's not like they're over. There's lots of propaganda in the country, I think, saying 
that yeah, there's Nazis over there and Russians yeah. are getting persecuted and all this stuff. Yeah, the president's I, Jewish, you know. Yeah, I was in a cafe this afternoon. Oh, here we go. Um, I heard these girls were like next to me and they were just gossiping or whatever normal stuff. Mm. And then one of them like must have grabbed their phone and just went, "Oh, are you fucking kidding me, Russia?" Like. <laughs> <laughs> It is weird. I think that's like the 2022 version of Churchill being like, we are at war. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Are you kidding me, Russia? (laughs) Give me a break. It is annoying timing. Like after the, I suppose it makes sense. Like that's why you time it now because people are like, that's what people have been saying. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of news recently. Yeah, you're a news guy. But like the world is in a bit of a flux, you know, like America's not as powerful as it once was. There's new a new leader in Germany. Boris is in trouble in yeah. his country. Like, Well, you know, it's kind of like I, Putin, I think, is testing the market. Yeah, Just yeah, seeing, yeah. putting, dipping his foot into it. What exactly. better with it just across the border in Ukraine? Exactly. And see what bites. If they're kind of being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's like, maybe Russia's back on top. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, the world's falling apart on a macro level, but on a yes. micro level, I saw a crime this morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I'm walking. I'm in Redfern. Um, which is in a city suburb of Sydney. Yes. And uh, I'm walking along and I hear like, um, I'm with my girlfriend, and I hear like someone screaming. Not oh uncommon gosh. though in that suburb to hear just a crazy person be like, Rah! I thought you were going to say not uncommon in like your life. Oh, that someone's you screaming. You often hear women screaming. Yeah, like a of Beatles. the awful, awful things you do. To them. Oh, no, no. I thought you meant like a Beatles style arrival in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you made her positive. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, throwing well, underpants. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I meant more like the, the the screams in the middle of a field in a mm, shed when you what do horrible horrible things what you, to what, them. What like make them what listen to me play guitar? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> here's this one. You're that like would this not one. be a bad bit. Obviously, very illegal, very immoral, immoral and very bad to kidnap someone, mm-hmm. put them in a van, put something over their head so they can't see, drive them to a remote location, sit them down, take their balaclava off, yeah. and then sing Wonderwall. I'd sit to hallelujah. <laughs> I heard there was a super car. Is that good? Like, yeah. what do you think? And she's like, could you, like, sexually assault me? Maybe? <laughs> and then you drive her back, put her back where she was. Yeah, and don't tell anyone this happened. No one would believe her. Yeah, no one would believe her at all, would they? Um, she but turns on TV or opens the Daily Mail. That's the guy who took me that's the to the woods. And played that song to me. over. He played it seven times in a row. He kept saying he had to get the chords right. <laughs> He hadn't practiced. I don't know why he's going to perform. He doesn't rehearse before. <laughs> it's unprofessional. He also kept saying this is his first kidnapping. Yeah. And it showed. And it showed, yes, big time. Um, so I'm walking up the street, yes. right? I hear the scream and I'm mm. like, oh, it might be a crazy person. I don't know. Mm. But then I look ahead and then I see there's a man mm. getting like, and he's got this guy's bag and the oh other guy's not letting go of the bag and he's dragging the guy Oh, There's shit. a guy on the ground with the bag and he's dragging him into the middle of the road. Oh, my God. And he's like, give it back, screaming. And then, like, he kicks the dude real hard in Fuck. the chest and rips the bag out and then starts running down the street towards me. Oh, shit. And I was, in the moment, I had to be like, do I, is this... This is where you read about, like, if when that's a rugby league player, they tackle them. Yeah. Well, like, they're a hero. Well, like Patrick Dangerfield, AFL player, mm. yesterday or two days ago, rescued a family 100 metres out in the ocean, just went out on his surfboard. Oh, my god! And I was like, I could... This could be you. And I was like, do I tap? But then I looked at him and then I'm like, ooh, he looked, like, scary. He was probably the same size as me, but he yeah. had, like... He looked... He would, a bit more time. He want, whatever was going on, he wanted it more than I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so he runs... I just let him go. He ran past me and I was so like... You'd, Got right out of the way. How do you signify that you don't want a part of it? Uh, arms up? Arms up. I say, no, no, mass. And then, 
pray. I pray. I get down on the ground. I let <laughs> exactly. him go. No, I just kind of stepped away and he ran. But he was like, he was like, kind of didn't really know what was going on. He's yes. looking around. That's what scares me though. When people are in heightened states like that, maybe on drugs. I think like, he was on. Well, I initially so he could when, do random. He's crazy running towards shit. me. I don't know if he's the good guy or the other guys. Oh, the bad I think guy. He, he just kicked a guy and dragged. I his... thought they could have been like. Yeah. Going after drugs, it, maybe it was a bag of drugs or something, mm. you know. So I didn't know. So this is like, the uh, rationalization. What of if someone I take down? Intervene. What if I take down the good guy? Yeah, you that know. What if be... I crash out and he's like, "Dude, I'm undercover. These are diet pills <laughs> for a very sick grandparent that I'm running. That he stole. For, she <laughs> is so fat. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking. <laughs> and if I don't get these pills to her, she's got to get even fatter, and she could be dead within hours. <laughs> I was thinking of important medicine, and then for some reason said diet pills, which is, I agree, much less urgent to deliver. Certainly not worth assaulting someone. Just simply buy more diet pills. I was like, yeah, dude, we could you could buy bulk online. <laughs> They're She's so easy to chubby. get. She is so big. <laughs> She's getting bigger by the minute. And you've tackled me. She keeps eating. These are the only option. I have to put them in every mouthful she has. You're doing athletics things like tackling. You're just flexing on this woman who's too chubby to do any sport herself. He's like feeding her. She's getting fatter off the diet pills. The more di- the actual diet pills are making her fat because she's eating 1,700 a day. And the guy who stole the diet pills, he likes um, chubbier women. Yeah, so he he's keeps stealing them. To and get then, more, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wants He her, loves it. He loves her how she is. And then the, <laughs> the grandson is... He's really like, I like, can't oh, have it anymore. i fucking kick you in the chest. <laughs> Take her back. So that's the kind <laughs> of stuff running through my head, Tom. That yeah. I'm like, I can't... What if he's the wrong guy? Anyway, so I, I go up to the guy who's on the ground and there's a few people Oh, my around. God. And um, we're like, what happened? Like, what happened? And he's kind of got like... He's got like cuts all over him. He's like chins, like bleeding and stuff. Fucking hell! And uh, he said, "This is what is this is crazy." Mm. He goes, "I was at the ATM up on Redfern Street, and he goes, yeah. I got out a lot of cash, oh. like, like I think heaps of cash." And he goes, "So much so that it went in a bag." Yeah, I put my phone in the bag as well. So I'm, I think we're talking like five grand cash probably. And he goes, "Then this guy followed me home. I felt him following me." Yeah, and then I got like I'm right near my apartment block. And he goes, and then I he just, he just came up to me, punched me in the head yeah. and tried to grab the bag. Mm. And he was like, no. And then he kept like fight. They were like wrestling on it. Oh and then he God. ripped it off and ran away. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy was like shaking. He's like phones in there. And there's a group of people. And like, I'm never one to be the one who stays to the end. Yes, you know when like, I mean, someone then, falls over totally. and you've got to be like... I always say to myself, it's the same kind of rationalisation that you did. When someone falls over and maybe then a few people approach and check if they're okay, I'm always like, that person doesn't want everyone crowded around. Totally. They need people to give them some space. A lot of people are going over there kind of under the guise of trying to help, but really they're just curious. They want, they want to be. They, they want to be involved and they want to see well, kind of... You got the goss, but... Um, yeah, is that what you used? Did you? I so I didn't want to be the one to. This guy was like not. He was a bit shaken, but I was like, he's not. It's not. He hasn't broken. A, I mean, yes. He's not going to bleed out. Like he's just got totally. a few scratches. We're not waiting on an ambulance. That's for sure. Sure. So, Probably waiting on a police officer. Though. Well, this is you're the, a witness. This is the thing, right? So um, there was a few witnesses there, but there's. He was like, I need to call better them. witnesses. I, yeah, better. <laughs> much better my eyes slide these days. Know, I'm like, not... I didn't have my contacts in, and you know, I, I was, was too busy looking at my beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, she's can't take my eyes off this look girl. Her. I'm like, have a look at this girl. Would you? Not a diet pill in her. That girl. Okay, so what did you witness as the police officer now? And you're like, oh, beautiful. Uh, legs. She was like five six. Um, <laughs> eyes that you could get lost in. Exactly. A haircut that just makes you go. Oh jumper that she bought from um, yes. 
from Topshop, I think three weeks ago, yes. and she's pulling it off. Oh my like, god! Those I think <laughs> this girl's been eating diet pills. If you ask me, she's looking shapely. He like he's got the the guy there who's like been, and he just turns <laughs> to the girl. And he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna take you in, love. <laughs> You're too good to leave out here." <laughs> yeah. Um, no. So uh, there's this English guy there, and this English guy didn't want to make the call. To the police, but I didn't want to make the call to the police because then I'd probably got to go to the police station. You both don't want to do it. I was it. in a bit of a hurry. I had to go meet Sam Campbell to oh do some writing. <laughs> the least so important the, engagement the guy, I've ever this, heard. No, so this guy is here. He's English. Yeah. And he goes to me, um, he goes, oh, he goes, I'm so sorry. I'm from the UK. I don't know what the number is. And I was like, it's triple zero. Yeah. And he was like, really? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, damn. And so he gets his phone <laughs> and so he rings. But then he puts it on loudspeaker so we're kind of all involved. Oh, my God. And then, so we're waiting for it to go through. And The then, struggle of, like, who has to yeah, take you know what? ownership of the problem. But then he folded straight away because he's got, as it's ringing, he goes, Jeez, you just don't see stuff like this around. He goes, I've lived around the corner for seven years. And I was like, and you didn't know the number for triple zero. <laughs> You're I've not fresh off the boat. I've corner for seven years. <laughs> Triple Zero is like famous. It's so famous. I, mean, I know it's not nine one one, but it's pretty f- like. I mean, it's when when you go somewhere, you got to know the emergency number. If you're particularly if you moved there like very early. Yeah, well, actually, He's I don't know liar. what it is in the UK. You should report. Is him. it Triple Zero in the UK? I don't know either. Is it but nine, if I moved there, nine nine nine. I did live there for six months. Yeah, you should know that, Tom. Oh, Give sure. a call now. Ring them to check. Just checking what this number is. Emergency number in UK. Nine nine nine. So they've got nine nine nine. They've also got one one two. I love that. I'm a one two one man. One one two. It's not. Doesn't have the vibe of an emergency. Yeah, but nine one one is a ridiculous one. No, we only know that due to pop culture, yeah, you know. But, but the first person was like nine one one. Like, could we just go nine nine nine? Why do I have to go? <laughs> what is this nine 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 one two one zero? This no. is like a fake. <laughs> it's like a postcode. What lovely is it? place. I feel like it's like the Beatles. They named the Beatles. For a band. Yeah. With a pun about the word beat. Yes. It's like one of the worst band names in the world. Terrible. But it's... But once you get it going, once you get a bit of a reputation. Oh, it we is love like... It. We love it. We respect it. it. It seems like the name for a band. We're screaming. Well, yeah, we are screaming. <laughs> yeah. Big time. We love you. So he brings the... Play. This is this is probably the, the, the big takeaway, I think, from the, um, the whole story. Though. Sure. But he rings, connects to Redfern Police, local or emergency, and mm. then... Yeah, no, I guess it's emergency. And he says, he's like, I'm, I'm with a guy who's just been beaten up and he's had he's been robbed and yes. taken like a lot of cash um, and he's quite shaken up. I'm there. And the lady answers and she goes, well, what uh, does the guy want to do about it? Right. That's what she said. The yes. policewoman. What does the guy want to do about it? Well, he'd love it to be investigated and potentially get the money I back. I think that's the, Yeah. But the guy <laughs> then, so, an he, so the English guy turned to the guy and he's like, what do you want to do about it? And yeah, he was yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. I Press don't know. charges if they catch yeah. him. <laughs> but he's like bleeding and stuff. And he was like, he wouldn't have thought that he would have to then answer that question. Yeah. He just lost five grand cash. Totally. Maybe more. We don't know how much. I, what if he said, like, I want them to uh, track him down and give him a high five? Yeah. yeah. I, I want this guy to, needs to be I want given him, the bravest man in the world. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, exactly. He put up a good fight. He he got me in the end. I'd love to <laughs> shake his hand. Enjoy the cash. I'd like to give him a kiss. But what did he say? I want uh, back. Uh, he was like, yeah, could we get it back, the money back? But I don't, who knows? It doesn't seem like they'll get it back. I don't like to vic- victim blame, uh, generally speaking. Okay. Like the question did emerge, why is he getting out $5,000? Yeah, because I said that too. I was there with um, uh, my beautiful girlfriend. Yeah. And um, at, 
but I was like, yeah, why? It does seem fishy. It's like, did he, maybe he knew, because I, I would love it to be like. Did a, they know a, each a, other? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. was it a crime thing? Is it a hit? Did they know? Is he getting cash out for some other crime thing? I don't know. Totally. I mean, the cash sounds like crime, but then also, is there a scheme where he needs to just say in front of some witnesses and then get a police report where the 5,000 has been stolen and then he can write that off or something? Oh. And like, it helps him to have lost the money. Mm. Can I say it was a proper fight? Like yeah. I saw it all go down. I mean, Act they couldn't could, be acting. If it was, they were doing God's work. Yeah, like, and they hired like a real crazy looking guy off. The guy looked like he was on to meth. Beat him up. Yeah, that was bit, like that could have been just getting into the character. Yeah, he's like you got to be up for two or three days <laughs> exactly. doing on a real meth binge. <laughs> you got to make it look real. Good. Yeah, but the the rewards are there for you if you totally. do it. So then, did you stay? Stayed for a bit. Well, I was actually picking up a, a set of shelves from a house. <laughs> These are the worst excuses. <laughs> I've ever heard to not so support to, a victim of horrible crime. You know, Jules is, you know, balls deep on the voice episode editing. She had to get back to work and the voice. And so I'm so you yeah. know, we had things to do. It's pouring with rain as well. Oh, I should point that out as don't well. tell me it was soggy. But I did my bit. I helped yeah, the guy yeah. and I did say if you need anything, I was like, Do you want me to get you anything? Follow me on Instagram. I was up to the shops. Hey, I am just about to start a national tour. And <laughs> uh, you know, a laugh is often really good in these situations. Absolutely. Um, Plus, I've got a podcast. Might talk about this, to be honest. Can't comp you in. But Tuesdays <laughs> at Melbourne Comedy Festival are very cheap if you're looking to get a ticket. Doing Sydney Comedy Festival as well. Now, midweek won't fill up, but weekends are probably going to be full. So your best bet, <laughs> Tuesday could be your best bet. No, I didn't do I – did, I stayed with him for a bit. I was there for 20 minutes, which okay. I felt was like – That's enough. You know, enough for me yeah, to – Yeah, no, you've yeah. done the right thing. But then you didn't meet any police. No, no, no. There were, like, two other people there – that were like they were like we'll give statements if we need because gotcha. I also didn't see I mean I saw the guy but I didn't see the full I didn't see the start of when he punched yeah. him I just want to get dragged on. So did the you street. have to explain yourself and be like I'm heading now, guys? And they're like, no worries. The guy was so chill. He was like, go do what you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which maybe he was a man of crime. If he was, because if totally. it was me, I'd be like, you're all staying here. Totally. I don't Can feel we pitch safe. in <laughs> GoFundMe me to get my money back? I want my five grand. <laughs> We're all in this together. I think we all need to. He I'm currently down five thousand, so you need to. He was more upset that he's not more upset, but his phone his was phone. in the bag, and he was like gutted, shattered mm. about all of that. I, yeah, I don't like to victim blame, but five thousand dollars in a bag, put your phone in it, and then walking down. I wanted to be like, my man, you heard about this PayPass thing? Yeah, exactly. Contactless, tap and go. You don't need five grand in a backpack. Trying to avoid GST. Yeah. Well, my my girlfriend was like, cool. That's I was like, maybe it was was crime. And she's like, Mm. no, he probably just worked in hospitality and he was getting the money out to pay his staff. He's probably a good guy. And I'm like, that makes him $5,000. But I'm like, that means he's not paying probably super. Or he's definitely not, that's not going on the book. He's not paying award rates. Exactly. (laughs) If he's paying them in cash. I uh, recently, maybe three days ago, had one of the more embarrassing moments of my life. Also on the street. Oh my god, you farted on the street? No, that would be a common occurrence. Oh, that would be really. That wouldn't even touch the sides for me. You fart like? Have you farted on a train? No, look, you're right. Or a plane? That would suck. A plane all the time. You fart on planes? Oh, but you know, in the small ways. Everyone does. Like it makes a you little fart. Yeah. I try to hold it in till I go to the loo. Yeah, you're a good guy. You're a wait around for twenty minutes guy. I would have been gone after two, but I um. I was driving. Mm-hmm. I've got a new car that my I inherited from my grandmother. Well, my sister did. Yeah. Um, I mean, to you be honest, we both did. Her. But then Helen just took it. So yeah. interesting. But that's fine. I mean, that's fine. Was it in the will to her? No, to both of us. 
Oh, really? Like every like her stuff in her house just went to you two. Went to us two. Um, it, was that a burden to get to have this house stuff? Yeah. Because then you've got to go clean that house yeah. stuff out. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now it's all in storage. I'm paying fucking $300 a month what are you to like keep a do? fridge there. I need to get rid of it. Because you want to keep some sentimental well, things. Well, yeah. She, she was a painter. Like you want to keep like those oh, yeah, paintings, yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah, yeah, There's no. some furniture, which I think, you know, eventually if I live in a bigger place, I'd want to have. But like, yeah, like a fucking washing machine. Storage is expensive it's too. It's so expensive. You don't it's think basically about it. rent. It is rent. It's almost as much it's as like, rent. Dude, it's like rent in Adelaide. Totally. Like Sydney it storage is, is the equivalent is. of rent in Adelaide. It's, and it's not nice in there. It's like, <laughs> no should ventilation. be less. Exactly. You can't plug a TV in. Absolutely. Nothing to do in there. Real weird vibes. But um, yeah, my sister's gone overseas, so I'm using this car. It's a bit better than my one. My one's all fucked up, as mm. I've told you. Point is, I um, was particularly mindful of it, I suppose, because it's kind of technically my sisters i suppose i was um parking to go get lunch the other day pull up behind this car stop um oh and then i parked there and then went and got lunch got back into the car turn it on Mm. and then as i'm turning it on the car in front of me parked car starts rolling back into me did it hit you well it's slowly coming towards just as it's about to hit i'm like beep 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 classic move yeah and they just keep coming no. and then just come up against me. Like, it's not very hard. It's, so it was just very resting, slow. Like a European kind of, tap. Yeah, they're resting on me still. And I beep again. Turn my car off. You don't off. have to bang the table when you beep. Well, I'm trying to, yeah, that's what I was doing. Beep. And then turn the car off. Mm. I'm like, fucking hell, what the fuck? You getting out of the car? Well, yeah, I'm about to. But I, I to do a few the damage? motions around to to people to no one's looking really. That as far as I can <laughs> in see, in case there's people there, you'd be like, "What are we well, doing?" Been, here? It's in, it was in Chatswood, so it's like quite busy. People walking to and yep. so, but I'm kind of looking around like, "Oh God," and I'm um, a bit mindful. You know, it's my sister's car, and like, yeah, bit of a European tap. But I'm like, that, you know, that can do some damage. Of course, yeah. Um, so I get out, I look, and yeah, they're up against each other. I don't see any damage. It's just hit like the license plates. But still, I'm like, what the fuck is this person doing? Go to the front of the car. There's no one in the car. What? So then I'm <gasps> like, oh my god, have they? What? Is have that they, a Tesla? Have they left the um, the the handbrake off or something? And it's rolled into me. Take a few steps back, and the hill. There is a bit of a slant mm. of, on the road, but it's towards their car from my car. Yeah. And then I realise I must have just rolled into them. Tom, and no. it's like this, Tom, no. and it's like a thing where you what? know when you're on a train Tom. and they the the other train starts moving and you think you you're think moving, you're moving, but really they're moving. Wait, 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 wait. So are you? I think I was you, rolling are you towards slightly downhill. Yeah. So are I you think, kidding me? I think I didn't have the brake on or something, and because it's a new car, and I've just rolled into this other car and been like beep 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 in front of like a public street, beeping a car with no one there. I hit it. I beep. <laughs> And then going, fucking hell, looking around like this guy. There's no one there. Walk out, looking at the damage. Fucking hell, look at this damage. Walk up. It's like Fight Club or something. It's like it was me the whole time. And it's crazy as well how your perspective changes. Because at the beginning, I'm like, oh, my God, this could be really serious. You know, I know it's a small tap, but it's still something. And as soon as I realise it's my fault, I'm like, ah, whatever, I'm coming off. There's no damage there. But I just would love to have seen you looking around for validation to see other people being like, you guys fucking seeing this. And then just quickly getting in your car and drive. Like, so. 
quick. The behavioural change. And the idea of just like real. one pit person, if they were lucky enough to witness <laughs> that happen, it would have been incredible. <laughs> beep, beep. And you're going beep, beep as you're getting, <laughs> as you're hitting them. That would have been like, why is he beeping? <laughs> Has his brakes failed? Exactly. It was so humbling because I'm like, how much other stuff so has that happened like, with? I'm, I'm, I'm getting positive I'm not in the wrong here. So you so didn't look. I didn't even think. But what look. are you, like, I don't understand. I swear my handbrake was on. So totally. Okay, I think this is what's confused. Okay, right. So I w- wouldn't, I wouldn't. Oh, was your car on? Yeah. But it's, you know, a new car. It's one of those ones where you don't even turn the key. You just press a button. But do you not put your foot on the brake just automatically? You have to, to even, for it yeah, to, to even start. work. Yeah, to start. So then yeah. you're taking your foot off the brake. Maybe. I think. But I is was... it in gear? It's in P. No, then you can't have rolled forward. Maybe I did bring it down to drive. I left, and like, this is probably three months ago, I parked mm. under, like, in a Woolies car park. And I think I've got a bad habit of stopping checking my phone and then before i know exactly. it, 15 minutes has passed and exactly. i haven't left the car or whatever yes and i think i did that because i went into the woolies and i came back and the passenger door was just open like i've just left the passenger door yes. open of the car i think that happened to i think in my case as well i think i might have checked the phone for a bit after yeah, i sat down and then dude, that's, and and that's turned it on and i think yeah because i've and done the roll two into the real and then the rolling forward is happening, like, and then i'm being <laughs> i've just been reading about russia i'm like fucking hell everyone's at you you know what i mean so russia's invading space on the Ukraine. That's what you were doing to that car. Exactly. It's chaos. Oh, man, that's yes. so bad. Now, speaking of cars, oh, we could be looking at one right here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Oh, an, dude. Can we yeah. have an update on your audition to be the car? Yeah, so this is where it's at. So I'll quickly read. So I get yes. this. Voiceovers happen, believe it or not, like in the world, and occasionally I'll get, like, someone sends me and they're like, hey, can you go do a read for a voiceover for an ad or whatever? And yeah. it's they're always pretty good money and it's fun to do. Um, but I very rarely get them because I've got like not your voiceovery voice. But you know I've got a voice and it suits a few things. You do have a voice. Yeah, I've got a voice. <laughs> You're keeping this really. That's how as I minimal I pitch myself. Anyway, yes. I go in to do this voice and I think it's just for a car ad or whatever. Mm. And I get in there and they're like, um, "Hey, read this stuff." And then it's like very funny and I'm like, like kind of it's like Herbie the Love Bug style whole thing. And then they say. And then I'm like, so is this for an ad? What is this for? And they said, no, 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 this is for um, the, to be the voice of a new car. Like in the car when you're actually... So, no, so not a voice of like a cartoon car in an ad. No. Of a physical car when people are driving the so car. So when you get the car... The, the car, car will speak the and that voice will voice be you. And that'll be my voice. <laughs> so the car has a voice. So you'll be driving along and the car will be like, uh, would you like to go to McDonald's or whatever? Actually, maybe not I thought McDonald's. it was going to be like directions. Like no, Siri. no, no. It'll be more like, hey, do you want to keep listening to some true crime podcasts or whatever? Oh, like a lot of what I've been doing that's in the annoying. reads. Do you want to continue? Yeah, shut up. I'm listening now. Yeah, well, I feel like if it is me, there'll be a lot of shut up. That's why they want my voice because they, th- they think it's like quite funny and yes. it's not egotistical because I think they know people are going to be like, can you shut the fuck okay. up, Honda, for so a second? So they want like a, a kind voice. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, so I've been doing these reads, man, and it's going pretty good. <laughs> You're gonna be the voice of a car. It's down to I think it's down to me and another guy. I had a final audition for it mm. yesterday, and it's like would actually I never thought my dream was to be a car's. No, voice. I mean it would be a crazy dream. But now I kind of think it is. I think it's one of the main things I want to achieve, like <laughs> that I could get in an Uber one day and the car's talking to me in my own voice, and then I say something, and then the driver's like, "Shut up, car!" And then it's me in the totally. back. Totally. I mean, this could actually. You could do a few schemes here if you end up being the voice of the car. Mm. You could probably have people killed. 
and create traffic well, accidents and stuff trying to get somewhere by like bluetoothing your way or even just having a cd sliding that into someone's um audio system and having incorrect instructions like mm. turn left immediately okay or even in the back of an uber i like or, the idea or of like a loudspeaker you could be next to someone because if people just associate your voice with authority they'll do what you say i don't like even use it outside of a car well i was thinking about <laughs> getting like an audio stand-up special yes putting it Bluetoothing it to the car mm. so that the, then they the driver of the Honda thinks that the car's pretty good at stand up comedy. Okay, and it's like this is car's got an hour of original stand up comedy. Hang on, so you're if you get the gig, yeah. you're going to obviously be in a studio maybe for days saying different stuff that could come up. So I'm thinking of just putting in your my stand up album because it's sneaking the car's it into the voice. algorithm for the car. Yeah, yeah. So being like, do you want to listen to comedy? And then it's the car doing comedy. Okay. With laughter, killing. And they're like, when did you find time to go do a stand-up gig car? <laughs> but then, so you'd have to do an hour of comedy as a car to no, a normal no. audience. Or oh, it would just okay. be your material. I think it would just be my material. But then it would be, you know, your material. It's like, oh, bed sheets or something. But it's like, cars don't use sheets. Yeah, but the car would be... Because the car already has a very human persona. In a lot of the reads we're doing, okay. I'm like talking about true crime. I'm talking about like <laughs> awkward interactions and stuff being like hey it's 50 watch out for the kids hey god you know a lot of that oh stuff. my god yeah yeah yeah. no offense who wants this setting this sounds like the most irritating thing no imaginable. not with my voice so <laughs> it's a brave new step in the automated what's it called well, automotive car is a mate yes well it's, people would want a mate of a car yeah i sometimes after a long drive just patted the dash of my car oh my god like, you're perfect you. for it thank you for getting me you there. already personify cars Yes. And you I will be like the cars. person who is a car. God. What? I love that you were saying that you were doing, you were riffing in the audition. I did a lot. Of, oh, this is the other thing, right? And you might have a good take on this. So in the first, I've done two audi- three auditions. Yes. Three auditions, yeah. And I've done, the, a lot of the script is quite dry, written by like marketing execs, I mm. guess. And I've done like a lot of riffing around it, which has now become the script. Like a lot of punch-ups, you would say. Sure. Like a lot of stuff where now it's quite funny and whatever and uh. fits better. And now that's... I've been getting the updated scripts every time I go in. That's in the script. So I wonder yes. if this other guy that's going for it yes. is getting... Like I'm writing the ad now, And then if you don't get it... I get nothing. Then zero. They, then this other guy is going to come in on your coattails yeah. using your script. And getting laughs, but he's probably got a more palatable <laughs> car voice. Can I say, that is not a bad outcome either. That there's so a, I so there's, for the car. <laughs> well, there's a world where you're in an Uber mm. and then your voice comes on. And, yeah. you know, other friends of ours, they might buy a Honda and they're like, oh, my God, Sam's voice is in the car. That's a lot of fun. You're in the car. That's you're the so car guy. Fun. Yeah. It's also funny if every time you're in a Honda and this other bloke's voice comes on, you are furious. <laughs> you're like, I fucking rode for this guy. Like, you don't understand. That turn left gag, that was mine. Just, <laughs> I, just it's killing in the Uber. Exactly. And I'm like, I rode that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. Where you just have to avoid Hondas. You hate Hondas from now on. Yeah. I put, That's almost better. I, to, I own a Honda. I'd have to sell it. <laughs> <laughs> they do a patch update remotely and add this other guy stealing your bits. It's actually a comedian's worst nightmare. Totally. It's, it's joke theft. But I, can I, I'm going to go... If I don't get it, go back in and say, hey, if you're going to use those, I need financial compensation. You reckon? Well, it is like my, I've written, ended up punching up the script mm. for them, free of charge. Have you signed anything? Nothing. It's all, they don't, they could delete it all. No one would even know I went for it. Yeah. You, know, you haven't even signed a release or something when you've gone in? No release. Okay. Well, yeah, you might have a case here. Yeah. I reckon you should ask for, yeah, a few. But then this is a loser's mindset. I've also you're lost gonna be the, the scripts. 
you know, I leave them in the voiceover you, booth. Yeah, you can't prove it. But the voiceover booth um, gigs are so funny. Have you you haven't done one for like an ad? Never. No, but you've done one in a voiceover booth, right? I've been in a voiceover booth. Yeah, so you go in and you do it, and it's very sterile as well. But in these things, it's like it's either they're in the room or they're like all on Zoom, and there's all these like like marketing people or like ad agencies. Sometimes there's like a client and sometimes sitting you do the, watching you, watching you always eating like sushi, having like sparkling water. There's like sashimi everywhere. They're always like, do you want a drink? Do you want some chocolates? It's crazy. So are they like socializing? They think this is a kind of a relaxed fun no, time no, for this them. This is like a meeting. They all think that like everyone that works in marketing, they think they're creatives, but yes. they're not, you know, yeah, and if you work totally. in marketing, I'm sorry, but you're not that you, yeah. you kind of become a middleman a lot of the time for the creative people and the publisher. That's my opinion. Totally. Um, but you're also like, even to the extent that it's creative, it's a trick. Like if you're writing ads, ads are like tricks. They're trying actual to tr- tricks. They're but trying to trick no, people. But jokes are kind of tricks as well, you know. Jokes are tricks. They're good tricks. <laughs> so they're, they're trying to trick someone into going ha 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 in like a fun Ooh, way. They want not you to purchase diet coke, you know. Yeah, purchase diet pills or diet pills. It's exactly. That seems like grandma. a bit more of a cynical trick. Mm. So it's like, which maybe it feels like the opposite of art to some degree. Yes, you know what I mean, it's the ultimate commercialization. It's, it's art for a sneaky purpose. Yeah, I mean, it's like propaganda is a word for communication that has a sneaky government purpose. Totally. But Advertising is like that, but for... Well, it's like the commercial. commodification. I mean, we commodify anything artistic that we do in a sense, that we try to in, in ways, do you know what I mean? Like we try to make money out of doing But then comedy. that is the product. Totally. Whereas the ad isn't the product. The ad is the totally, trick. Totally, but where the... To get you to buy the product. Yeah, okay, totally. But also that's... I mean, of course that's going to happen. Oh, I, so I, feel, I feel like... It's, it's a natural way the world is. Yes. But... I think it's. I what don't think they're completely evil. I, I, don't, I don't think, think they're, they're evil super either, creative, but they're but not artists. Yeah, yeah, doesn't count. Yeah, I, I agree. You're writing with you. tricks. I agree with you. You know, on that front, you started this. I don't, no, 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 <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm not going as hard as you. On, totally. On I mean, anyway, but they, I'm going. I'd go further and say <laughs> I think if I deserve, if I ran the world, okay, advertising like wouldn't will soon. Yeah, wouldn't exist. Well, you'd get rid of advertising. I think I'd get rid of creativity in advertising, and I'd regulate advertising to the extent that. You could only advertise in like a very highly regulated classified kind of system. So you, there wouldn't be allowed any flair. It's kind of like how cigarettes are now in um, yeah. in Australia. When you go into a 7-Eleven, they can't have any colours yeah, or anything. Yeah. They just have the you details. You do that across the board? Why not? And so then... Word of mouth is king now. Well, exactly. And you have people just out on the street being And like, the facts about the product. So there's still regulations now about you're not allowed to be misleading, for example, yes. in your advertising. But there's a difference between... Um, information. So if you have information in your ad, then it has, has to be correct. Yeah. But you, there's also like wild claims and like fun, like puffery. You can yes, you can yes, have yes. in an ad, right? You like, could have like a little mascot. Yeah, on this, a skateboard and this is the doing greatest greatest thing in the world. You like like everyone understands that's not an actual claim. Yes. But I just make all those illegal. So you ha- you can only we make can, factual get, we're claims. Get rid of mascots? You kidding me? I want, I want them Ronald all Ronald McDonald, shot, executed by firing squad. He can hang out at the store and muck around with the kids. So he can stay. Well, he can be at the store, but he's not allowed to be in ads. So TV ads, for example, would all be white and black with lines and it would have the product and then it would have... I don't think there would be any ads. The there. price yeah, and it would have information about what the product is. Mm. But it's got to be factual. It can't be like puffery. And that way... Make the product better. It would create a marketplace of like better products. The way to compete would be making the product better. And then, yeah, as you say, word of mouth, people But you could still do like widespread campaigns saying we have a special on. Yep. 
Yeah, you, but it like, just can't have discount any on this product? creative flair. That's correct. Wow. And you know what I think then would happen though? Because this type of advertising does exist. People would, because word of mouth would be so much more important, people mm. would pay people to go out and like talk about stuff. Well, you know what happened to me today? What? I've had a crazy day. Knock on the door, opens up. It's a lady from HelloFresh. <laughs> She's like, hey, have you heard of HelloFresh? I'm just, what is this, the I'm 1950s? The, it's a door-to-door oh door salesman. Three months ago, the, I couldn't leave my house and now HelloFresh are knocking on the door. Can we, this is crazy. She's like, hey, I've got some pamphlets here. We're interested in trying to, you know, get build it up more in the community around here. I'm like, fuck off. Like, yeah. It was crazy. Super spreader alert. Oh, my. No mask. Not get out no of mask. it. Really? I was so good. I was like, hey, I'm so sorry. I'm working at home. Yes. Um, I've got a, I'm about to take a meeting. I'm so sorry. And yes. then she's like, what do you do? And I'm like, what does it matter? Get out of here. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> so that would, I, I think that wouldn't be allowed either in my system. No door to door. I had another one a few. Weeks ago, the W is it WWE the Panda people WWE yeah or the WF yeah no F maybe yeah they came and they said they said hey great news <laughs> we've we've fixed the panda situation what do you mean really yeah they're like we've sorted the pandas out the pandas are back we've done great work what we've moved on to like some like an orangutan or something yeah and I was like oh well I mean great news thanks for letting me know about the pandas yeah. Um, I'll leave a pamphlet about the orangutan. But okay, I think it sounded like a victory lap that they were going door yeah, to door to say, yeah. "Hey, we did it with the pandas." Oh, I think that's a good strategy. That's kind of got me. I like them like more that. than the Hello, the Hello Fresh girl. I was disgusted that she was there. <laughs> I was like, "Have you not heard of like my algorithm?" And if it's not in my algorithm, it suggests that I don't want it. And by the way, it is <laughs> Hello Fresh. I see a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, it's in yours, not in mine. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I see a lot of Hello. Fresh. But I go to the shops quite a lot. I buy it stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah. I go to the shops. Now you're getting defensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, her big pitch was, um, and we're getting so far yeah. distracted from the thing we were talking mm. about, was that she was saying their vegetables are four days old. Whereas mm. a lot of time you buy them at Woolworths, Coles, these big supermarkets, we're mm. looking at four to five, six weeks old sometimes. Six weeks six, old? And I said, six weeks old? That's crazy. Interesting. Mm. And they have preservatives on them or something? I don't know. I think they freeze a lot of yeah, the stuff, yeah, yeah. Tom. Totally. Mm. We didn't get, I mean, she would have told me all of this <laughs> if I'd let her stay. But I had to a very important meeting I had to get into. Totally. Um, sorry, where were we before I got you distracted? You were saying about? that um, you were in a voiceover oh, read. Yes, okay. And the people are eating sushi and they're treating so, this yeah, like So you're doing the, the read and then so it's just generally it's like one line or it's like three lines you've got to read through and you're like, hey, what did I do there? And you're like, oh, come on, what are we doing with that podcast play? You know, whatever the read is, you do it like that. Yes. And then they get to, you finish, and then they go around the room all offering you individual pieces of advice. All critiquing And you. you don't even think about how you say the thing. You're just like. You're just saying it. Hey, who's that? Get over here. The new Honda CRV, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you do it like that. Or and whatever. they will say what? Like, uh, do it deeper or They'll do it like, faster? No, 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 no. It's never as like helpful as that. It's oh. always like, could you maybe have a flair of like, he's embarrassed, but he's quite assured of oh himself. Oh my God. It's always like that. They would think advice. they're artists. Dude, they do. And it's like, what about like, he's timid. Like he's just seen some friends walk You're into not the room. Scorsese. And he wants to be kind of coy about it, but also he really wants them to come over and see what he's doing. And you're like, there's oh two lines of God. text there. That is... And they go around eight people and then you just do it exactly the same and then sometimes they go back and they're like, you really nailed it that time. That's, I'm, I'm going to say it, pathetic. <laughs> Don't you think? They're like cosplaying. It's like a Scorsese figure totally. doing what they think directing is. Yes. It's like it's delusional. 
Well, look, there is one guy. Often when I do these voiceovers, there's a king dude, and he's the the audio guy. Yeah, he's like so good. He's cutting it all totally on the spot. He's so quick, and he actually gives great directions. And he's well, like, he probably actually has to job, do it. So but then it knows. goes to the clients. They're or those pretending, people, and they're, they're oh, totally pretending to know what they're doing. Oh, I suppose that is like eighty percent of most jobs is pretending you know what you're doing and kind of making it look like. Your job involves more than it does, so you don't get fired. Yeah, so I think it's I think about this with all jobs is yeah. that all people are doing, and a lot of the time when they're being annoying, mm. is that at their next performance review or the next time they go for another job, yeah. they can answer those questions when they're like, give an example of a time yes. you showed leadership in a difficult situation. Totally. They're like, well, I was doing a voiceover, he was being too timid, and I needed to say, mate, yes, show a bit more flair, and they're like, well done, we totally. need you on the team. You know what though? I think that I agree that that's where the instinct comes from for people to be annoying like this. But I think the answer, big picture, is to not do that. I think it annoys people. People don't like contributions which are irrelevant and aren't helpful. And ultimately, if you bide your time and only contribute where necessary, people will like working with you more mm-hmm. and you'll be less annoying and you'll have better outcomes in your life. And I think this is great, but we're talking about like marketing executives. But yeah, They're all doing that. But if you're listening and you're a marketing executive, be the change you want to see wow. in the world, you know? You could be the one. I think everyone would look up to the executive who didn't, who didn't patronize like this. The who didn't try? Who stay quiet. It's try hard. You know, you fucking losers. No, but like you could be the the change. Me, I can't be. Don't you know, you listening? Right now, like the market executive listening. Don't you know? Don't get offended and assume this is you. You could be the change. You can be different. You can be the person who doesn't speak up. People appreciate that over time. You know, I mean, they I'll, think they're not going to get noticed because they don't speak, but but people see the person who just silently nods and like, dude, you know what people chill. see? Um, if you don't speak all the time, people think you're a lot smarter than you are. Mm. You know, if you don't offer an opinion, people think you've got something good. But if you're willing to offer it, a lot of the time you get found out very quick. That's something that I never have never even tried. I feel like I've just been a say what comes into my head person for my whole life. And I remember being like 18 and a girl kind of saying, not as like instructions to me, but talking about the concept of like the mysterious guy who kind of doesn't speak much and how attractive that was. And I remember thinking like, fuck, like imagine just (laughs) coming into a social. Well, I'm, I feel too much of an obligation to feel silence. Yes. So pretty early on, I'm just saying some random shit. But yeah, if you just have that confidence, you come into a social situation, you don't say shit. People start like wondering what you're thinking. It's like, what do you think? What have you have you got a take on this? You got a read on this, Tom? I don't think and you're that like I don't know if you guys want to hear it. And they're like, please tell us, Tom. Tom, <laughs> to, can you please to tell make us. them beg for your perspective? It's Tom, cocky. What do you think? That's too far the other way. Tom, I don't want that please. either. You're so smart, but you never let us in on the secrets in your brain. I think you're thinking something kind of genius, but also like naughty and sexual. Oh, sexy. Fun. Don't like, you think? It's my opinion on Russia is that they're you know evil, but don't you like a bad guy in the bedroom? Exactly. That's I think what people are. People think it's. Like a bad boy. Bad boys are often silent. Whereas I feel like bad boys should be confident. They've just got demons, dude. Bad boys. But what does that mean, demons? You know, they've had some stuff happen to them. They're awkward. That's why they're bad. They don't know what to say. 
They're not bad boys. You're pathetic over there. Yeah. You're, you're like, oh, should I say this? Extra you're nervous. Over here. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking pointing at a guy you in the corner. You're never nervous. Like, dude, you've never killed at a dinner party. You don't know what a rush that is. He wore eyeliner. You think that's cool, but it's not. He's nervous about it. He's thinking, should I have worn the eyeliner? That's what he's thinking right now. It was now. a mistake. He's not thinking kind of cool, demony thoughts. No, yeah. He's just, he's just covered up his eyes. He wants mm-hmm. to take away from the fact that he has no personality. He thinks if he puts that on his eyes, people are going to be like, oh, my God, you're so interesting. It's not. It's face, mate. It sucks. Um, I've got to go to a gig. A podcast has changed my life. Shad, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be back. Come on, sit down, tuck in. <laughs>